0: You're watching WLWT News 5, leading the way.
1: All right, happy Tuesday. It is WLWT News 5, today's daily dose. Mm-hmm. Kelly Rippon, Colin Mayfield, Fletcher Keel, and you know, weather is a topic when well, we've got meteorologist Randy Rico here joining yes. us off the top. So let's talk about Hurricane. Ian, this thing made landfall in Cuba mm-hmm. this morning. Yes, and now we're watching as it passes over Cuba and then hits more water again. Then getting to Florida
2: right warm water is gasoline for a hurricane. It will intensify. It's expected to slow down uh, so it will reach likely to reach category four status later today. Maintain that as it moves closer to Florida and you know, over the last 24 hours, kind of narrowing in on that Tampa Bay to Fort Myers stretch as where we anticipate that landfall, the B and the latest models are kind of bringing it in just south of Tampa. We'll see where it uh, actually goes, but uh, in general, the Florida Keys are getting hurricane strength winds today. Uh, folks in Western Florida will have tropical storm strength condition winds by this evening and they will wake up to hurricane strength winds tomorrow and they just get worse during the day, so it will likely officially make landfall sometime kind of mid afternoon tomorrow, 3 4 o'clock kind of ballparking it. Mm-hmm. But that's official technicality stuff. They're going to so see it. They're going to see the strong winds and the heavy rain for hours before that. Um, the big concern, as Kelly's been talking about, Tampa Bay hasn't seen a major hurricane in over 100 years. Imagine what it looked like 100 years ago versus what the scape of Tampa Bay looks like now.
1: I think we were reading that article this morning. It said like some 4 billion people live there now, which was not the case 100 years ago.
2: And so many more buildings places that were wetlands before that would be able to you know just absorb that absorb the water are now structures Mm -hmm. and roads and things like that so there's gonna and that the landscape there is perfectly flat so when you talk about a storm surge that's that push of water in and how how much that water rises five to ten feet is expected so if you're standing there five to ten or fifteen feet is
1: how high not, not to make go. a short joke, but yeah, you're about I'm, five I'm, about, I'm about five feet five tall. <laughs> tall. Yes. Just to give, so, give right. someone Three Randy <laughs> Ricos of water. <laughs> three beats three <meets> of water <laughs> is
2: not a good thing. No,
1: right. Yes. And it's no laughing matter. And yeah. I think also the interesting thing, too, um, and I know you got to mm-hmm. get to weather, but yeah. you said it slows down. That's not a good thing. That's actually no, a worse that's thing. That's more
2: rain. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that could bring devastating amounts. Our initial report expectations were somewhere between 6 to 12 inches of rain, maybe up to 20 in some spots. It could be much more than that that. So yes, we are watching all of that uh, very closely as we go in through the the forecast for tomorrow. Uh, We'll have updates. The next update comes out at 8 a.m. Okay. All right. So we have another crisp Fall morning definitely feels more like October for us over the next couple of days. 44 degrees right now in Cincinnati as we head through the day. Expect mostly sunny skies, a few passing clouds from time to time. At lunchtime, it'll be comfortable 61, 64 for a high today. And then by the weekend, we'll be tracking the remnants of Hurricane Ian that could bring us rounds of rain on Saturday and Sunday.
1: Yeah, so then we'll watch the rain as it comes here. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: weekend plans. We've got the Bengals game
1: Thursday, so shouldn't impact that. Right. But uh, of course, lots of people make the plans for the weekend. Got a couple days to see how that firms up. Um, let's and talk how, about how
3: well is that working out for the Bengals opponent and the Dolphins? Where not only an early right? game, but they'll already be out of the way of Ian if right. it's going to impact Miami. So yeah. uh, one one small piece of potential good news
1: there. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see how that all transpires too. Yeah. Because was that did. We say there's a game in Tampa Bay. That's uh, they're to be? moving.
0: I think they're moving. Well, they're the Tampa Bay. They're they're actually moving their training facilities to Miami for now.
1: Gotcha. Apparently
0: okay. now I don't know. Um, I think they have a game Sunday night. Okay. It's uh, oh. it's I think it's an eight twenty. They have the late game on Sunday night, so they may not be impacted at that point on Sunday. But who knows what right. Tampa may look like at that point? Yeah. So. That's Um, a very good point.
1: We'll see. Yeah, we will wait and see. Um, We had a couple of really interesting stories this morning. Um, You know, unfortunately, that situation that unfolded Friday morning at Princeton High School, I think has everybody on alert. You know, we always think that it's not going to happen close to home. And then Mm -hmm. something like that puts us on alert. Thankfully, that wasn't a real situation, but Mm -hmm. um, being investigated now by the FBI, just as a side note. But there is actually a new facility in Erlanger where everyday people like, you and me can go and learn how to prepare for an active shooter situation.
0: That's right. And it's interesting to kind of watch the video. Um, the gentleman who we were speaking with, one of the instructors, saying, you know, think of, uh, of a situation, You may, maybe you're in the you know gas station, maybe a store, and you hear shots fired, right? What would you do? And he says, if you don't know how to answer that question, then you probably should be in that training. And uh, it's something that sticks out in my mind because yeah. you know um, my, my child actually came home on Friday talking about the drill that he was in, and uh, it's it's sad, but you know these are four, five, and six-year-olds um, thinking about having to deal with a situation like this. So um, it is good, obviously, to have the training in a situation like this. Unfortunately, we live um, in a country that this is uh, is happening all too often. So um, and it happens uh, to our kids e- even more so. So.
1: Yeah, definitely something, it's interesting, so if you want to learn more, head to our website because Mm -hmm. I think, you know, people go, all right, what does that mean? Well, you can find out. And again, sometimes for certain people, not everybody, knowing things and having kind of that knowledge on your side makes people a little more calm in Mm -hmm. public settings or in you know very busy scenarios and understandably so so if you're one of those people that would feel better under those circumstances that might be something you want to check out Um, just a quick Pike County update Um, we're gonna hear more about the ballistics it sounds like today they're going to go over every bullet found at the crime scene, every gun that was used, they're talking about how they do believe more than one weapon was used, and that's what they're going to detail today, which will be very interesting, I think, as they're trying to prove how George Wagner IV, who's on trial right now, is potentially connected to all of this. So they yesterday talked about the fourth and final crime scene. Um, They've been working their way sort of timeline mm-hmm. uh, in a timeline of how this all unfolded. Um, so today's conversation will be focused on the ballistics of it all. Right. And once again, we'll be live streaming that on yes. our website
3: and our Facebook page. And over the last, I'd say week or so, we kind of hit a patch where early in the beginning, we were having people opt out, which is something you can do uh, right. of, of testimony being made public. So uh, we weren't able to have the camera on them or the audio on for that. Um, but over the last week or so, a lot more um, a lot more of the testimony, especially from the experts, has been opting in, which we're here are happy to know because that means we get to get a real-time sense of what's going on. So, um, so yeah, so that's something to look forward to as you watch our live streams as well.
1: Let's end the note on a, uh, end the, end the show on a fun note. Yeah. The white Bengal Tiger uniforms. Yeah. We're going to see them Thursday.
0: Yes, and it'll be cool. Um, you'll see the helmets, um, the New Jerseys, the pants as well. All put together and it you know it's a big game Um, the Dolphins being heralded as one of the best teams in if not the AFC the entire NFL and we know how uh, great their offensive their offensive you know front is obviously they're explosive um, with their receivers but honestly my opinion is their defensive line Mm -hmm. that could cause some real major issues they have a really scary defensive line so uh, we're still trying to put things together on the offensive line.
3: We'll see how Tua is as well. Was yeah, was he concussed? Was his back hurt? Who knows? Who's telling the truth there? Yeah, he
0: may not even play. You're right. Yeah. They may not clear if, him. So. Yeah. If he's not clear for concussion and stunned
1: um, that he continued that
3: game.
0: Not <laughs> yeah, lie. a lot of people. A uh, lot of people. feel the same way. I mean, <laughs> oh, you, you never. I mean, come on. You got to think. You know, he's a franchise quarterback, yeah. and you know, football. They want him out there. So oh, yeah, I mean,
1: watching him stumble like that. It's it was being hard investigated to watch. by the
0: NFLPA now. Yeah. They're, they're looking at concussion protocols again. Um, You never want to put a player in a situation like that uh, where they have to choose between Going back in the game or sitting out, you know, because the player right. wants to play, they're right. always going to choose to go back in the game. So. Right, it's yeah. their passion. And
3: I'm, I'm also looking forward to Thursday as a bit of a uniform nerd. The first time the Bengals will ever play a football game not in orange helmets. I still think that that's super cool when they put on the white the white tiger helmets.
0: I think the last time they actually had a switch was 1981 for the helmets, but yeah, they never they yeah. never they never had. It was, was
1: that's
3: when they went from the orange yes, just yes,
1: Bengals to, to yeah.
3: the stripes that we kind right. of know now. Right,
0: right. but people never never were
1: geeking about those helmets when they were released on good, social word. media. So wait and
3: waiting. and. We will see the, renewed,
1: the <laughs> renewed excitement yeah. and the renewed buzz. Um, it's fun, too, for Thursday night. It mm-hmm. gives you something to look forward to midweek. Yes. So, All right, that's all we need to do for today's Daily Dose. Yeah. We'll be back with you on Wednesday. And if you know anybody in Florida, obviously send them all of your, uh, their best or offer up a place for them to come hang for a couple of days until this storm passes. Have a great day.